The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is brought to you by Clinica Sierra Vista. Welcome back to the 17 News at Sunrise podcast, where we share your news on your schedule. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Sunrise. Hey, good morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up with us. I'm Maddie Jansen alongside Tali Anderson. We begin this morning with your 17 Crime Watch. The search continues for two men accused of holding an elderly woman at gunpoint in her own home in southwest Bakersfield. The victim shared her story with 17's Marco Torres, but asked not to be on camera because she fears for her life and is still traumatized. The woman who was held at gunpoint last Thursday night says for what felt like dozens of long minutes, the barrel of a gun was just inches in front of her face. The woman told me the invaders broke into her home through the garage door. She went to investigate the noise in the other room and was abruptly met with a gun just a couple of inches from her face. She says the man wearing a ski mask shouted at her to not move and then later to get on the ground. She says another person ransacked her home until they found her jewelry box and money. The woman told me she thought she was going to be killed on the floor of her own home after the invaders found what they wanted, but instead, they ran. The woman was physically unharmed. Bakersfield police arrived minutes after her desperate 911 call. She's a wonderful lady, a wonderful neighbor. Um, wish we could see more of each other, but we don't. Um, but uh, we know she's there and we care about her and, you know, we wish her the best through all of this crap. BPD says the two men appear to be related to another home invasion robbery that targeted an elderly female at Bathurst Avenue just a couple weeks ago. It's unknown if that woman was injured. Marco Torres, 17 News. Meantime, a counselor employed by Wasco Union Elementary School District was arrested yesterday on suspicion of molesting a teen girl. The Kern County Sheriff's Office confirms that 37-year-old Jose Solis was taken into custody at Thomas Jefferson Middle School. He's facing charges of committing lewd or lascivious acts with a minor, sexual battery, and annoying or molesting a child. The Kern County Sheriff's Office says the crimes happened in May and the victim was 14 years old. Superintendent Kelly Richards tells 17 News Solis has been placed on paid administrative leave. He did not disclose what Solis is currently working with, how long he had worked for the district, or if the alleged victim was a student. New this morning, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is visiting South Korea as it faces a growing threat from North Korea. Secretary Austin met with South Korean Defense Minister Lee Jong-sup upon his arrival. He is in the country for talks as Washington seeks to reassure a key Asian ally over its nuclear commitment. Asian and Lee, excuse me, Austin and Lee are hoping to develop plans for a discussion-based tabletop exercise taking place in the U.S. next month and tackling the scenario in which Pyongyang would deploy nuclear weapons. Now, according to officials, the two men will examine cooperation with Japan and real-time missile data sharing among the three allies. They are also expected to discuss military support for Ukraine as the U.S. steps up to aid and provide battle tanks to Kyiv. Making news around the nation, calls for justice continue days after video was released showing Memphis police officers beating Tyree Nichols to death. More law enforcement officers and emergency responders are being disciplined. Lawmakers feeling the pressure to pass police reform. NBC's Bree Jackson is in Washington with the latest. What do we want? Justice! When do we want it? Now! As calls for justice for Tyree Nichols grow, so does the number of people being held responsible in connection with his death. The Memphis Fire Department firing three EMTs who responded to the deadly beating, citing an internal investigation. 
Two more Memphis police officers were also relieved of their duties. That's in addition to the five now fired officers facing charges related to the 29-year-old's death. I feel like my son was sacrificed for the greater good. The Nichols family urging Congress to pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. President Biden echoing that sentiment. I think we should do it right now. Renewing talks about police reform on Capitol Hill. We owe it to all of the families who have lost loved ones in these horrible acts of brutality. Senator Tim Scott, the lead GOP negotiator, pleading with lawmakers to put differences aside and compromise. Not as an issue of Republicans versus Democrats, but as good people standing in the gap, elected to do a job that we all ran to do. Others recognize new legislation is unlikely in a divided Congress, leaving some senators to stress measures already passed that focus on de-escalation training. Use of force should only come into play when absolutely necessary. Mourners nationwide say Congress must do something to prevent another family from losing a loved one at the hands of law enforcement. And Tyree Nichols' funeral is set for Wednesday and several White House officials are scheduled to attend. In Washington, I'm Bree Jackson for NBC News. The driver of the Tesla that careened off a cliff near San Francisco earlier this month has been charged with attempted murder of his wife and two children. Dr. Damesh Patel, a radiologist from Pasadena, faces three counts of attempted murder with enhancements for great bodily injury and domestic violence. After authorities say he intentionally drove his family vehicle off a 250-foot cliff with his wife and young children inside. Dr. Patel's wife is still recovering in the hospital, but both of his children have already been released. 514 is your time now. This morning we have the latest on the massacre of six people in the small town of Goshen in Tulare County. The Tulare Sheriff calling on Governor Gavin Newsom to impose stricter penalties on the gunman responsible, despite the fact that no one's been arrested yet. Esteban Reynoso has the latest from our sister station in Fresno. I don't want to say anything that would jeopardize not bringing these baby killers to justice. Tulare County Sheriff Mike Boudreaux is confident authorities will find the suspects in the shooting and arrest them. This should be a death penalty case. But the sheriff is now calling on the governor to help bring down a harsher sentence than life in prison without the possibility of parole. I would like him to lift the ban on the death penalty in cases where small children are murdered. We tried reaching out to the governor's office for a response. They sent us this press release from March of 2019 when the governor issued the death penalty pause. They did not give us anything from today. As you can see in the mapping system, it shows the corridors up and down the state of California outlined in red. And Goshen is right along Highway 99, a corridor the sheriff says thousands of gang members used to travel that goes as far south as Jalisco, Mexico. Meanwhile, a growing vigil of flowers and candles continues to grow next to traffic cones that still blocks off the street where the shooting happened two weeks ago. Baby Nicholas was taken into foster care just three days after his birth. Alyssa wasn't able to provide sufficient care. January 13th, at which time she did receive full uh, custody and care of Nicholas under the supervision of Child Welfare Services. January 13th was three days before they were both shot and killed. 
and it's been one week since a pair of deadly mass shootings that rocked California. The dance studio manager who disarmed the gunman in Monterey Park was awarded the Medal of Courage on Sunday. Brandon Say was seen on surveillance video wrestling the gun away from the man who a short time earlier had shot 20 people, 11 of them fatally. Now the suspect later ran away and took his own life, Say offering an optimistic message of hope. The start of the new year has been extremely difficult, but we have the rest of the year to spread compassion and build back our community. Meantime, a motive for this shooting that left seven people dead in Half Moon Bay has reportedly been found. The suspect reportedly told investigators there was a collision between his forklift and co-worker's bulldozer. He says it wasn't his fault, but his supervisor demanded him to pay $100 to fix the damage. One week ago, he reportedly shot his boss and co-worker, then continued on with others. He also claimed he was bullied and worked long hours, and his complaints were ignored. As Bakersfield Congressman and Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy prepares to meet with President Biden this week. New poll numbers from NBC News are shedding light on the public's view of Republican priorities and McCarthy himself. The White House says this meeting between President Biden and Speaker McCarthy will be about a number of topics, but we know the debt limit is the top priority for McCarthy. He wants an agreement to cut government spending before a debt limit increase, while the White House says the debt ceiling needs to be raised without conditions. This meeting comes as an NBC News poll found 54% of respondents say congressional Republicans will be too inflexible in working with Biden, compared to 45% who say Biden will be too inflexible with the GOP. McCarthy and House Republicans' pledge to slash spending has sparked questions about what would be cut. Now, according to the NBC poll, only 31% support cuts to the defense budget. And McCarthy on CBS this weekend emphasized cutting Social Security and Medicare programs was off the table, but was less resolved when it came to defense. I want to make sure we're protected in our defense spending, but I want to make sure it's effective and efficient. I want to look at every single dollar we're spending, no matter where it's being spent. I want to eliminate waste wherever it is. The NBC poll also asked respondents their perception of McCarthy specifically. This month, 5% of respondents said they have a very positive view on McCarthy, compared to 24% who say they have a very negative view. The percent of respondents who did not know who McCarthy is decreased 14% from November 2022 to January 2023. Meantime, California Democratic Representatives Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell said this weekend called McCarthy's decision not to place them on the House Intelligence Committee political using a new tagline. There's nothing there. I did what every American should have. This is some Bakersfield BS. This is, uh, you know, as my colleague said, Bakersfield BS. McCarthy rejected Swalwell with, for his relationship with a Chinese spy whom Swalwell says he cut ties with when he found out who she was. Now, McCarthy says Schiff used his position on the Intelligence Committee to mislead Americans on the connection between former President Donald Trump and Russia. The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is a production of KGET and Nexstar Media Group. For more on all of the headlines in today's show, head to KGET.com.